Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight on my Talking Points, the St. Louis couple gets a guardian angel in the form of Senator Josh Hawley. Good evening, everybody, and as you just heard, it is time for, as always, Talking Points. Senator Josh Hawley is putting a request in for a civil rights probe as it relates to the St. Louis elected prosecutor. Now, as we're all very much aware, Mark and Patricia McCloskey were standing in front of their house uh, right there along Portland Place 
confronted protesters marching, supposedly, going to the mayor's house. But here's the problem. They were a little off course. Yes, they seem to be just a little bit off course because, well, they ended up busting down a gated community's front gate and storming the gated community, threatening to kill Mark and Patricia McCloskey, live in their home, all this other happy, happy, joy, joy stuff that these thugs threatened to do. So Mark and Patricia McCloskey did the one thing they had no choice to do, protect their family, protect their home from an invasion. Now, why did they have to do that? Because the police, when called, told them they can't help them. That's right. They basically told them, we can't help you. So the McCluskeys had only one option, and only one option, and that's to grab their legal firearms and defend their home and defend themselves. Well, now they are facing the possibility of criminal charges by the St. Louis elected prosecutor. But Senator Josh Hawley is saying, oh, no, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do instead. He urged Attorney General William Barr to launch a federal civil rights investigation of the St. Louis elected prosecutor, accusing her, now listen carefully, folks, accusing her of abuse of power in her investigation of a white couple who wielded guns while defending their home during a protest. If you're breaking down a gated community's gate and forcing your way in, uh, that's not a protest. That's criminal activity, plain and simple. The police, when called, would not go to put a stop to it. And I think that's pretty pathetic. What's really pathetic, what's sickening, is that this couple, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, basically had to defend themselves. Well, they didn't have to pull the trigger, thankfully. But now they're facing criminal charges by this prosecutor, and there's something wrong with this picture. How is it that you're defending your home, and now you're going to be criminally charged? How is that even remotely fair? This gang of thugs broke into a gated community, They weren't invited there, but they broke in. So here we have a situation where now uh, Senator Hawley wants Bill Barr to investigate. He wants a civil rights probe, a federal civil rights probe to happen. And I can't say that I blame him. In fact, I encourage Attorney General Bill Barr to do just that. So Mark and Patricia McCloskey are under Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's scrutiny for the June 28th confrontation when several hundred, they call them protesters, I call them criminals, stormed the gates of a gated community 
by their $1.15 million mansion. Okay? Now, this uh, gentleman, Mr. McCloskey, is a lawyer. Okay? They have a beautiful home. The couple is being accused of a crime. But yet, is the couple who are accusing these, again, they're being called protesters. They're not protesters. They're criminal thugs. I'm going to call them for what they are. Knocking down an iron gate with no trespassing and private street signs posted. Clearly. Now, the McCloskeys, both in their 60s, emerged with weapons in hand. Mark McCloskey had a long-barreled gun, while his wife had a small handgun. Their actions were captured on video and viewed by millions, right? So this drew praise from some who said they were legally defending their home, which they were, but scorn from others who said they risked bloodshed by displaying the weapons. Now, photos emerged as memes on both sides of the gun debate. Now, as many of you are very much aware, have you tuned in this broadcast enough, you know that I'm pro-Second Amendment. I am a gun owner myself. I will defend my home. If someone comes crashing through that front door of mine, they're going to be met with the business end. Now, whether I pull the trigger or not is a different matter. But they will be met with the business end. And they will be told, leave or else. And that's the only warning they'll get. Because I will not tolerate home invasion. I will defend my life and my home. And that's all there is to it. But apparently, this St. Louis circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, doesn't like the idea that they defended their home. So Gardner's office was still investigating, but no charges have been filed, at least not yet that we know of. Now, Senator Hawley, a Missouri Republican, wrote in a letter to Bill Barr that Ms. Gardner abused her power in seizing the couple's guns. Yes, they actually, the cops actually went to them and seized their firearms. Wow, that's abuse of power, all right, because the cops wouldn't go there when the situation was happening. But yet, oh, send the police over there. Confiscate their guns. Now, investigating them and pursuing a possible indictment is what, Ms. Gardner is trying to do. Now, Senator Hawley called her actions an unacceptable abuse of power and threat to the Second Amendment, and that it is. Um, tell me something, Kim Gardner, circuit attorney. Answer me one question, a simple question, in fact. Are you a Democrat? Are you anti-gun? Do you not believe the Second Amendment applies to all of us? Probably doesn't care one way or the other. A liberal. And believe me when I tell you, the anti-gun sentiment is quite obvious. So, Senator Hawley wrote the following. 
there is no question under Missouri law that the McCluskeys had the right to own and use their firearms to protect themselves from threatened violence, and that any criminal prosecution for these actions is legally unsound. The only possible motivation for the investigation then is a politically motivated attempt to punish this family for exercising their Second Amendment right. And that's where we stand at the moment. So Kim Gardner is abusing her power. I agree with Senator Hawley. A federal civil rights probe must be started immediately because I firmly believe the McCloskey's constitutional right to keep their arms is being infringed. And this cannot be allowed to continue. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. As always, we are live, large and in charge, from our studios in the Hudson Valley. And believe me when I tell you, you're not seeing things. I'm actually wearing what used to be the uniform that I wore, or at least part of it anyway. The trousers don't fit anymore. So I kind of decided to... Wear a little something different for a change. And since I'm not disappearing with the green screen effect, it seems to be okay. Well, the hat's kind of having a vanishing act, but that's okay. I can live with it. Uh, I've even included uh, on both collar, uh, on both sides of the collar, the rank, and it's also on the my cover. That's what we call the this hat in the uh, services. It's your cover. Normally I don't wear a cover indoors, but my hair won't stay put. So I had to put something over it to keep it in place. All right, America. We're here. We're live, large and in charge, as I said. And by the way, uh, for those of you waiting in the chat room, I'm getting there. Well, I would be getting there, but now my browser is going to have a hiccup. Oh, that's better. No hiccups, please. I do that. I, I've done enough of that in the last two days to last me a lifetime. So let's see if we can't uh, get going here with this fun stuff. Okay. Uh, do that. Click there. Hit that. And come on. Open Sesame. I, uh, I was getting a cup of coffee, so it took me a little few minutes to, uh, you know, take care of business with the good stuff. Okay, studio switchboard, open sesame. All right. On the phone lines at 347-945-5747, I've got Gunslinger and 
Mike from Louisiana joining in. And gentlemen, I've got some stories for discussion tonight, as always. But before we get into the discussion part, Mike, how are you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. You know, we had a we had a nice little rainstorm earlier today here, but hey, that's neither here nor there, you know. Hell, send it this way. <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even look at the the daytime high for today. I, it was I. I I didn't even have to run the air conditioner but a couple of hours, and it brought the warmth in this apartment down quite nicely. So, uh, it must not be that hot, sticky, and humid all day for it to be that good. Well, we hit 97 today. Felt like 101, but at least we're not at the 100, which is always good. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> now, just to let everybody know, I was in contact with No Way earlier today, and apparently his new uh, his new Skype account is working just fine. In fact, when I take a look, his dot is as green as a Christmas tree and ready to rock and roll, so if all goes according to plan, at some point during tonight, he will be joining us on the show as well. So, I, I, I decided to, to do a little something different with, 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 with my uh, appearance here on the broadcast, but there's also an ulterior motive to that. You see, I'm ready for, I'm ready for any contingency. With the way things have been going on weekends, and I'm trying to wrap my head around this, why is it weekends that Antifa and BLM decide to make their appearance? They only do it on the weekends, and the violence aspect of it only happens on the weekends. So I'm I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around this as best I can to try and make heads or tails of this. Because if, in fact, they want to really kick up the dust, well, I'd like to know why they just choose Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It ain't because they're working either. (laughs) So let's brainstorm, guys, on that one. I know exactly why they don't. They only do it on the weekends, because all the other days of the week, they're down there in Mama's basement sucking on Mama's titty. You know, they got to come up for air sometime, right? So they come up for air on the weekends. I raised my coffee mug to you, sir. <laughs> nice. Big farts matter. Big farts matter. Big farts matter. Why are we here? Yes. Big farts matter. And There we go. Oh, and guys, guys, before we continue with this uh, little... Brainstorming, uh, I do need to say hello to my uh, loyal viewer on Periscope. Cherokee Rose is watching by way of Periscope tonight, as always. Cherokee Rose, pleasure to see you there. 
And by the way, folks, let me tell you a little something about Cherokee Rose. She's a very nice lady. She is very cool, and she is like, you know, she. Hey, listen, we can make her laugh real easy, just like that, just that quick, just. Yeah, I can get my fingers to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Loosen up the knuckles a little bit. Oh, that was the one I wanted. Thank you very much. This goes to show these old fingers ain't as bad as they as I thought they were. They're worse, actually, but I won't admit that. We don't want to admit to something that bad. So, getting back to the brainstorming here. You know, and with all jokes aside, of course, <clears throat> the the fact that they're they're on they're, they do this stuff on the weekends raises a very interesting question in all of it. Why do they why do they quit after the weekend? Are they that afraid of a being being taken down during the week, or b they don't have the numbers to go out until the weekend. Or C, there is no rhyme or reason. Take your pick. I think I actually, think it's B. Well, actually, I think they're running out of steam, okay? Because the last couple nights, uh, I was keeping up with that, uh, what is it, Seattle, okay, protest in Seattle. Day before yesterday, there was a bunch of people in the in the streets. Okay, and the cops lined up, blocked them off. You know, the whole nine yards. Last night, there was three quarters less. Same street, same street corner, but three quarters less. That I'll tell you something right there. I think they're running out of steam because the numbers are are dwindling. Okay, regardless if they come out on the weekends or during the day or whatever. Okay. I think the numbers, I think they're finally running out of steam. Eventually, I knew they would. I mean, they can't keep this up, shit, this shit up forever, okay? So eventually, there's got to be a breaking point or a stopping point. I think we're getting close to, well, at least a breaking point. Go ahead. Well, uh, I also I think, think you might... Wow. Hold on a second, Mike. I'll, I'll call on you in just a second. Give me... Give me... Go ahead. This is a recording. The person speaking is having trouble seeing with their eye teeth. This is no cause for alarm, but be warned, he may sit there and go, that's all, folks. <laughs> Look, um, I think you hit, on, you hit on something there. I really think you hit on something that they may be running out of steam. Like, you know, it's a, I, I think that's a likely possibility, but who knows? You know they may be they may be taking a lull for all we know, and then it may kick up all over again on the weekend. Uh, Mike, what were you start? What were you going to say? Well, it, it may be running out of steam, but I think it's more likely they're running out of money. You know, it's like we know they will be well, paid by somebody. Well, if George Soros, would, would, that, would that matter? Right. Well, no. well, yeah, no, but, but I mean, I mean, we saw what we saw 
you know, all these pallets being brought in to burn and all that stuff. And then, of course, I, I don't know what, I don't know if you followed this, George, you being from New York, but that guy that, got, that cop or whatever got, that got beat up on that bridge up there, well, that was a BLM thing up in New York. I believe it was in New York, right? There was a guy. There was a guy that got beat up on a bridge. Uh, I think in Brooklyn. I think. All right, that's, that's south, south of. Around, um, so, so south of that yeah. is south of. So I, I, you know, that's. Right. So it's like okay, and what happened was they they were using like baseball bats and it come came out that, well, guess what? There was a there was a van filled with baseball bats that these guys went and went into and got the baseball bats out of that van. Now, where did that van come from? I don't know. Where did those baseball bats come from? I don't know. You know? That, I mean, I mean, they had to be bought someplace. They had to be gotten from someplace. That they don't, they don't come, that van don't come free, and those baseball bats don't come free. So they got to be paid for somehow. Who paid for them? But that's neither here nor there. I mean, you know, you look at these guys, and Gunn's absolutely right. But again, this these guys seem to show up on the week. It's it's sort of like the uh, what what happens in in uh, in Washington D.C. with uh, uh, news releases that come out on Fridays. You know, they get buried the because of. Yeah, Friday Mike, news dump. Yep, and this is this, this is almost the same <clears> thing. <throat> they they do this stuff on the weekend because, well, well because you can get more coverage. You basically a lot more stuff happens during the week than you think it ha- than you think happens, and they might very well be covered up during the week. Now, granted, what. With MSNBC and CBS and CNN uh, covered anyway, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna fix that in just a second. I had to. I had to. Oh wow! Turn down the trim a little bit. Okay, turn it down tiny bit too far. I had to go into my sound card and turn up the volume. For some reason, it wasn't working right. And now I'm going to plug in my headphones, so this way you don't get an echo, 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 echo. Ah, now that should eliminate the echo effect. At least I hope it will. Clear now. Guys. Clear oh, now. Good. All right. So what I what I see happening here, and, and this is just my observation. Uh In all fairness, I, I think it's um, it's a safe bet that the um, the the Antifa and Black Lives Matter 
protesters. If they're running out of money, I, I, I kind of question that, and I'll tell you why. Because if George Soros is behind the funding, all right, think about this for a minute. If he's behind the funding, and that's a, he's a fucking billionaire, You got a fucking billionaire, you know, shoving millions of dollars into people's pockets. Not literally millions of dollars, but you know, where you if you're taking millions of dollars and then throwing a couple hundred, couple of thousand into somebody's hand, uh, and all they got to do is disrupt everything and and destroy everything and so forth like that. The way we've seen it. Then there has to there has to be something else. If it's not the funding, um, then it could very well be uh, that because the cops are starting to make arrests now too, so they may be running a little scared. That's what I suspect. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a thought on my part. I'm I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening, but it's a distinct possibility. Let me uh, inform you on a couple of things. When I was watching that feed from um, Seattle <clears throat> last night, well, I guess about 2 o'clock this morning, it actually showed one of the idiots standing there actually got his own cell phone video of this little miniature mini SUV van pulled up to one of the guys, okay? These guys in uniform jump out, grab him, throw him in the fucking SUV and take off. They're starting to make arrests. They're starting to make key arrests, not just generally, but picking out, okay, he's a troublemaker, he's a troublemaker, they're going after him. I mean, he got, a, he, he got caught it on fucking videotape. And you can clearly say, see that they were wearing uniforms in this, in this little uh, miniature SUV. So, yeah, they're starting to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like the other feed gun that sometimes we watch with the uh with the one out of uh Oregon, you know, where they've decided, well, we're not we're not gonna go after that federal courthouse or federal building, whatever it was. Oh, we'll go after the policeman's union. Which is a local which is the local policeman's union, you know, you know. And well, what happened then? Well the cops and and, and look we we saw it last week as we I saw it last week as I was watching it that the uh, the as they were as they would try to advance on that building on that federal courthouse up in uh up in Oregon uh, well the U S marshals or whoever it was that was inside that courthouse would come out those doors and either grab them or or you know. Uh, fire, fire a couple rounds of pepper spray or pepper balls or, or you know, tear gas. Or whatever, or whatever they had. Was. Yeah, whatever they had, whatever they were using. Now the guys would, the guys would eventually take out their uh, umbrellas. So I assume it was pepper balls. It was pepper balls, you know. So yeah. So, but yeah, they're they're starting to. Take a harder line stance, both the federal guys and and the uh, and the local guys. And so it's like, okay, and I mean, 
they said that they said uh, what's the was it the mayor of Seattle or was it the mayor of uh, of, of Oregon? I think it was mayor of Seattle. They showed up at her house, and she well, yeah, I just can't have that. That was, uh, I believe, the Seattle mayor. That was the mayor of Seattle that had that happen. Uh, if I, because I remember we were talking about that uh, at the time, and what was happening is, you know, she uh, because it was it was over because of the chop business, the chop zone. Yep. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. she realized that things if they're coming to her 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 front door, it's more it's becoming more real. So yeah. she realizes now that you can't you can't let these you can't you can't let these jokers get an inch because if they you give them an inch they'll take a fucking mile. Now no way said to me via Skype. They do this on the weekend because they can bother the general public more. During the week we are all at work and not going places. And you know something. He's right. He's absolutely spot on with that because you know I just don't and I should have realized the weekends you're not at work you're going places and so what better time to appear and and do all kinds of uh, stupid shit than to go out and do it on the weekend right yeah I I can see that. I can see that. The question becomes now, because, you know, Democrat-led governments are still looking to defund and or dismantle police departments. Excuse me. And uh, that's... That's a, a serious problem that, that that's going to backfire on a lot of places. Um, in New York City, and I'll give you a prime example. In fact, it's one of the stories I believe I have on tap for tonight. <clears throat> Let me see here. No, it's not there. But I, I, I guess I didn't take it. <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh, the people that cried foul and wanted the uh, police defunded in New York City are now screaming that they want the crime units back because the crime units were disbanded, right? And guess what? It hap- it's, a, it's a result. It's a direct result of that one-year-old child being killed. So now we're looking at see see you got your wish crime unit was disbanded now what are you going to do put the crime unit back together put the crime unit back together boo hoo boo hoo see what you see what happens there's the the, the consequences of your actions prove fatal for a 1 year old it always takes that. It always it always takes that. Okay. Oh well, you know it looks good. 
oh yeah, let's disband that fucking motherfucker until somebody gets killed. And then, oh, oh, reality. The little baby got killed. Oh, bring him back, bring him back. It's so stupid. It's hypocrites. Fucking hypocrites, man. If you can't see past the end of your fucking nose, you a dumbass, okay? These people should see that, hey, let's see, we don't live in a utopian society. Hmm. There's criminality every day, especially in big cities like New York. I'm sure somebody gets killed sometime during the day and night every day in New York, okay? Uh, maybe we need these. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting talk. <laughs> I think it's funny. They get, I, I've told you before, they get what they deserve, okay? It's unfortunate <clears throat> that the child got killed, no doubt about it, okay? <clears throat> but because of their stupid actions, being a dumb fuck, that's what you get for being a dumb fuck, now... That blood of that child is on their fucking backs. I don't see how they can live with it. I, I'd have well, to go jump off a cliff, man. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't live with myself if I knew that I caused that. I couldn't live with myself. Could you? Go ahead. Well, well, I mean, I put it to you this way, George and Gun. You get what you don't pay for. Okay, if you get what I'm saying, they're not paying these. They're not paying these uh, uh, policemen. Well, they get what they don't pay for. You know, they get the crime, they get the murders, they get the rapes, they get everything. You know, no, I mean, but, I, what, what, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 Mike, 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 hold on a second. <clears throat> it's not a question of paying them. What happens? What's happened now is they've, they, they've defunded them in the respects of taking a billion dollars from the police budget and diverting it to other programs that are not law enforcement related. And then they also disbanded, went the extra mile and disbanded the crime unit. So those plainclothes crime unit guys are, are, are transferred to other positions. They're not. They weren't fired or nothing. They were just. There's no no more crime unit in, the, in New York City. And then, what, you know that's that's you know they're sitting there crying the blues and whining the blues over over what happened over the over what happened with the one year old child, and they're they're screaming that they want the crime unit back. Well, you know what? They say actions have consequences. Look at the actions that have been taken and look at the result, the consequence. An innocent life was taken because of your, because of your actions, people. You want the crime unit back? Well, then you better stop screaming for defunding the police. Stop screaming for dismantling police. And it's not just New York City. I'm talking about all over the country. If you're screaming, defund the police, defund the police, defund the police, no. Bad idea, because now you're taking it out on the innocent members of law enforcement that do the job right every day, that don't commit criminal acts like, like what happened with George Floyd. You, you, don't, you don't get it. What you're seeing is the consequences of your stupidity. 
Actions, actions have con, con, actions have consequences. They That's could, what I just they said. want to take an right. They want to take an action. Well, you got to live with it. You know, right now, now if you want to take an action to reverse what you did, well, fine. Yeah, the action would be reinstate the uh, reinstate the crime units and you know go from there. Now, granted, Mike, I just said all that. You're, you're only repeating right. what I just said. And and granted, and granted, other things that they gotten rid of uh, over the last uh, decade and a half was things like oh the broken glass thing that uh, that uh, that the broken glass fall whatever it was that uh, Giuliani had started when he was there and you know if you see a broken glass well. Something's happening, you know, that that type of thing. But that's that's the thing. These guys, they 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 get rid of good things, but and bad things tend to happen, you know. And and like you said, George, it's it it seems to spread. Now, granted, it's more in more liberal areas: Minneapolis, uh, Seattle, uh, Portland, Oregon. I mean, when when uh when 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 no way decides to grace us with his presence, he'll talk about Portland, Maine, and and those those places up there, you know, just as liberal. But you know, but you know, it's would because it's a smaller state, you know, you're not going to hear a lot about it. But it's just as liberal up there as it, in those big cities up there as it is. In New York City and Boston and L.A. and Portland, Oregon and Seattle, Washington and all those places. So yeah, it's like okay, is this thing actually going to sweep the country? Well, yeah, okay, it's uh, probably <clears throat> it's probably not going to end up down in the South anywhere in the South. I I don't think. I wouldn't think. I mean, I know for sure it's not going to end up in Dallas. I mean, with them getting rid of the Dallas Police Department, would you think uh, no uh, uh, gun? <laughs> no, no, they ain't gonna do that. No, that they ain't gonna ever do that. You know, not not because even though Dallas has liberal control, they ain't that crazy. Okay, they may be liberals, yeah. Okay, granted, but they're not that fucked up in the head like these other people are. Okay. They see, I mean, the crime, even in Dallas. And Dallas is not a huge city. It's not like New York, Chicago, L.A. or any of that shit. It's the biggest city in North Texas, obviously. But it's had it's, had its fair share of, of crime, you know. There ain't no doubt about that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Mike, I don't know what it is, but for some reason... You have a propensity for really, 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 I don't know what, but no way said the following. Listen carefully. Whoever said I was graceful, not I. (laughs) Sorry, but the wife is far cuter than you guys. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
Don't go chasing. Don't, don't go scaring people off from joining the broadcast when they're when they're ready to <laughs> by saying stuff like that. I mean, say wh- he'll grace us with his presence. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when no way shows up, when you guys come along, you're not gracing me with your presence. You're just joining joining in on the broadcast to discuss the things that are being discussed. It's not a matter of it's not a question of gracing with your presence. Trust me. If anything, I am gracing you with my presence. <laughs> now, having said that, <laughs> having said that, of course, um, look, I, 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 I get, I get that you know we see the problems that are, that are created by these idiots that that are calling for the defunding of police and the dismantling of departments but the <clears throat> there are there, there are there are cities run by democrats that aren't going to give a shit oh you want us to defund the police department sure we can do that huh? you want us to dismantle the police department sure we can do that huh? look at what's happening with minneapolis minnesota look what's happening with minneapolis if I'm not mistaken, they disbanded their police department, didn't they? Or they were getting ready to. So, it's like my mother used to say, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And once you get it, you may, you may not like what you get in the end. So there's 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 a little food for thought on that too. <clears throat> now before I go into some of the stories I've got tapped for tonight, and the first one of course is uh, what I talked about in my talking points uh, with um, Representative uh, Josh Hawley. Uh, Gunslinger put this in the chat room on Mixler. Trump task force to dismantle MS-13 takes down gang's key leaders. This is from judicialwatch.org. Some good news for a change, a special task force launched by President Donald Trump to gut the nation's deadliest street gang has taken down key leaders in less than a year and for the first time charged a gang banger with terrorism-related offenses. The feared street gang of mostly Central American illegal immigrants, Mara Salvatrocha, or MS-13, has spread throughout the U.S. and is renowned for drug distribution, murder, rape, robbery, home invasions, kidnappings, vandalism, and other violent crimes. The Justice Department's National Gang Intelligence Center or NGIC, says criminal street gangs like MS-13 are responsible for the majority of violent crimes in the U.S. and are the primary distributors of most illicit drugs. Thanks to Barack Obama's open border policies, MS-13 was energized with new recruits provided by a steady flow of illegal immigrant minors. When the Obama administration the alleged administration, as I like to call it, started welcoming a barrage of 
accompanied Alien Children, or UAC, in 2014, Homeland Security sources told Judicial Watch that the nation's most violent street gangs, including MS-13 and the 18th Street Gang, were actively recruiting new members at U.S. shelters housing owners. The Texas Department of Public Safety subsequently confirmed that the MS-13 is a top-tier gang thanks to the influx of illegal aliens, illegal alien gang members that crossed into the state under Obama's disastrous program, which saw over 60,000 illegal immigrants, many with criminal histories, storm into the United States in a matter of months. Tens of thousands more have entered since then. President Trump vowed to crush the famously savage MS-13 and shortly after taking office issued an executive order directing several agencies, including the Departments of Justice, State, and Homeland Security, to coordinate an effort to restore safety for the American people by extinguishing transitional criminal organizations such as MS-13. The order states that the criminal groups have spread throughout the nation, threatening the safety of the United States and its citizens. These organizations derive revenue through widespread illegal conduct, including acts of violence and abuse that exhibit a wanton disregard for human life, the order says. They, for example, have been known to commit brutal murders, rapes, and other barbaric acts. These groups are drivers of crime, corruption, violence, and misery. The president gives federal agencies 120 days to, to report progress in combating the criminal organizations as well as recommended actions for dismantling them. In August 2019, Attorney General William Barr launched an, an initiative known as Joint Task Force Vulcan, uh, not to be confused with Vulcan on Star Trek, folks. Just want to clarify that. Or JTFV to address MS-13 with a coordinated force of federal law enforcement agencies and the Department of Justice. JTFV has increased collabor- collaboration with foreign law enforcement partners, including in El Salvador, Mexico, Honduras, and Guatemala designated priority MS-13 programs, cliques, and leaders who have the most impact on the U.S. for targeted prosecutions and coordinated significant MS-13 indictments in U.S. U.S. attorney's offices across the country, such as New York, Virginia, and Nevada. Less than a year after its formation, the task force has recorded big successes This week, the Department of Justice announced a number of significant JTFV cases, including, for the first time, an MS-13 member being charged with terrorism-related offenses. The task force... uh, Hold on a second. I think I just lost my place here. Where'd I go? Uh, the takedown of the MS-13 Hollywood leadership 
and the Attorney General's decision to seek the death penalty against an MS-13 operative, JTFV Director John Durham calls it the result of tremendous teamwork between prosecutors and law enforcement officers across the United States and Central America. The cases announced this week include an indictment against a high-ranking MS-13 operative, Melgar Diaz, in Virginia. Diaz is charged with conspiring to provide material support to terrorists, conspiring to kill or maim persons overseas, conspiring to commit acts of terrorism transcending national boundaries, conspiring to finance terrorism, and conspiring to engage in narco-terrorism in addition to racketeering conspiracy and drug trafficking. In another case, eight MS-13 members were indicted in New York for committing six murders, two attempted murders, kidnapping, narcotics felonies, and related firearms offenses. In Nevada, 13 MS-13 gang members, gang bangers, sorry, including leaders of the Hollywood Locos, Click and Los Angeles program were charged with multiple counts of narcotics distribution and weapons crimes. The task force is also responsible for the indictment in New York of Alexei Senes, an MS-13 leader accused of committing seven murders, including two high school students with a machete and baseball bat. MS-13 is a violent transitional crime, criminal organization whose criminal activities respect no boundaries, Durham said. The, the only way to defeat MS-13 is by targeting the organization as a whole, focusing on the leadership structure and deploying a whole-of-government approach against a common enemy. It seems to me that uh, MS-13 is being given a, a good swift kick in the rear end by this, by this uh, ongoing task force. If, in fact, that is the case, I have one question ringing in my head. When will we see actual results that bear fruit, that MS-13 is being decimated? little by little, and quickly over time. All right, guys, you heard, you heard what Judicial Watch put out. What do you say? Well, um, you know, there are a lot of things that we've, we've asked, well, where's the proof? You know, where's the, uh, where's all the indictments coming in from Durham or, whatever on his investigations but i mean remember this goes uh, you know you're talking about not durham what you're talking about is something totally different okay right you paying attention to just now right 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 i mean my point is my point is you 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 ask the question when we're going when are we going to see the results of of these of these uh this task force this this what the story said about dismantling of MS-13. That was my only point. Is is the results of these 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 investigations and 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 the results of this 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 task force with this uh, MS-13. Now, granted, 
I remember, what was it, two or three years ago, maybe a little bit more than that, I don't know, when he called them animals, when he called MS-13, when the President of the United States called MS-13 animals. Remember that? And it appears like they're trying to hunt them down like the animals that they are, you know? I mean, they hang people. I mean, they hang people at the border. They rape. They steal. They pillage. They do all this stuff. And they've been allowed to do it forever now. And it's like, okay, when are we going to take control of this situation? Well, here you go. If we're taking control, if we're doing this and we're decimating them and 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 we're doing this and it's, uh, it's, 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 the results are starting, the, uh, the empirical results are starting to show, especially in places like Los Angeles, Phoenix, you know, uh, Laredo, Texas, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, if, that if the results are starting to show that much, then, then, then what that story is saying is true, and they're they're going after them hot and heavy and getting to them and and and, and I would expect the results to come out somewhere right up against the election. They the Democrats want to do an October surprise against the president. Well, hell, this will be a hell of an October surprise for the Democrats. You know, against the Democrats. What do you think, George? Well, the Democrats have have tried impeding Trump's progress when it comes to the border wall. And when the, and when we talk, because when we talk, when you talk about all MS-13, and you talk about how they recruited. Illegal illegals who came across the border, right? Which is what Judicial Watch was talking about. If we're listening. Uh, basically, what was happening is they're getting. That's how they got their numbers. So the Democrats, by stonewalling and 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 basically, how can I put this? Uh, not helping to fund the border wall construction, they were complicit in MS-13 getting new recruits. They won't admit to it, but that's what was happening. But with this task force and what's happening here is, you know, they're they're trying to decimate the leadership of MS-13, take down as many of the, the underlings as, as possible, but their, their main target seems to be the, the, the leadership. You know, there's an old saying, cut off the head of a snake and the body dies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, who is, the, who is the head of the snake with MS-13? The leadership. Now, you take that leadership, you, 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 you scap them up, you throw them in jail, you charge them, and you've got the evidence to back up those charges. Guess what? They're going to start scrambling like, like a bunch of uh, rats on a, on a sinking ship. So 
my advice uh, would be simple to Bill Barr. Make sure you've got all your I's dotted and T's crossed and, and you've got all the evidence right there to put these son of a bitches away for a very long time. And don't worry about the, about them getting coronavirus. Leave them the fuck in jail. Once they're convicted and they're sentenced, let them rot in the, in the hole. Seriously, just let them rot in, in the cell block. Because these are animals, plain and simple. Like the president said, they are animals. Look at the look at what they what look at the, some of the stuff they they have done. Okay, we're talking murder, rape, narcotics trafficking. Okay, just to name a few of the things. All right, and what 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 people don't realize is when you're talking about this long laundry list, okay? And let me go back to this. Let me see here. Uh, Where is it? We have have Barack Obama to thank because of the open open border policies at the time in 2014. Um... When you're talking about the nation's most violent street gangs, including MS-13 and the 18th Street Gang, actively recruiting new members at U.S. shelters housing minor housing these minors that are you know that are that are coming over they came over the, the yeah I can talk came over the border <laughs> unaccompanied. Now you're talking about a whole new crew joining the MS-13 family. So when they, what they need to do is they need to cut the head of the snake off like they're doing, but they need to go after as many as they, as many as, as possible, the members of MS-13. Okay. And if they're here, if they're here illegally, bounce them. Okay. Or, do like I said. Charge them. Make sure you got all the evidence necessary to get a conviction and sentencing, and then throw their asses in, into into a, into a jail cell and leave them there to fucking rot. And if any governor decides they want to release these bastards because of coronavirus concerns, somebody better speak up. Or the judge better speak up and say they're not to be released. If they've been sentenced and if they're sentenced to X Y Z number of years, they sit in jail and they do the they do the time. They don't get to a get out of jail free card because of coronavirus. Right. Yeah, they don't. They don't get to get parole. No parole, whatsoever. No good behavior. No crap like that. Well, no parole. Well, Mike, parole is parole is one. You know, parole. You know, I, I don't think they would be getting that. It would be, say, twenty-five to life without parole. But what's happening with, with a lot of these uh, 
these uh, these guys that are in jail, they're being they're being released only to go back and do what they've done all over again. So if you if you say if they if they get if the MS-13 leadership and some of them their uh, some of their members are tried, convicted, and sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison, let's say. Um, make sure that it's understood in the in the sentencing that they cannot be re- be released from jail or released from prison in this case because of coronavirus concerns. Leave them there. Once they're sentenced, leave them. Don't do anything stupid. So I doubt if they're not eligible for parole, they shouldn't be able to get out because of the pandemic. Right. You know, and that's, that's the thing. But then again, you've got idiots like, well, uh, Andrew Cuomo and and what's his face in California who will say, screw you, we're going to let him out anyway. Now, if they do that, then the, the federal... They should be criminally charged. That's, right. that's, how, that's what I say. All right, 540 area code, you only get one opportunity. You mess it up, you're gone, and you will not get back. That's the common, that's the common rule around here. 540 area code, you're Mike. <laughs> yeah, goodbye, you idiot. I see that. That's, that's an idiot. That's a, bottom, that's a basement-dwelling, bottom-feeding fuckhead that don't understand English. See? And here he thought he was going to ha- he was going to get away with something. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just too quick to get rid of them. You well, unlike unlike uh, other shows. I don't play with them. Oh, for the love of Almighty God! <laughs> You're not going to believe what what symbol just showed up on my taskbar. Uh, Windows up. Okay. Yeah, Windows update. Oh my God! Another stinking cumulative update. Unbelievable. Three three four area code. You get one chance. You blow it. You'll know. You will not be back. Go ahead. Are there any butt plugs for sale? You're you're uh you know something you got you assholes don't understand fucking English. That's okay. I know how to I know how to deal with assholes. And you just saw what I do to assholes. Never fails. 
Well, Billy was here. Now he left. Hmm. I was going to say hi to Billy, but Maybe. he decided he didn't want to hang around. Maybe he'll be back. Yeah, I doubt it. So, I think with MS Gun, did you comment on this uh, on this uh, judicial watch thing, or I don't remember offhand. I kind of got sidetracked somehow. <laughs> Gun. Is he that? Let's see if he said anything. He's on the phone line. Call. Yes. Good grief, Gunslinger. He's still there. I know he's still happy. there. I see the switchboard. You don't. No, well, yeah. no, I, was, I was just trying to see if he, he said he's going up to the kitchen or something. I don't know. No, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at. The, I got the switchboard on one on one side of me and the chat room in front of uh, in front of me on the other. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. You know, Hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. Go ahead. 956 area code, you screw up, you're gone. Don't blow it. Here you go. Here's your, your mic. Niggas kill, niggas kill, niggas. Wipe. Wow, such stupid people. Seriously, they're fucking stupid people. Anyway, so while I'm waiting for Gun to return from wherever he disappeared to, that well, you know what? Stupid is as stupid does, you know. I know. And those no are the same. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I Go said Mike. those are the same. Those are the same stupid people that vote uh, uh, AOC and Tlaib and Omar and Presley and stuff in the office over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I know. Brain surgeons. <laughs> okay. Who laugh? You know, they, they would make they, they, it's assholes like that that would make perfect brain surgeons. Yeah. Since they lack the brains themselves, well, yeah, that would be kind of difficult to explain. Never mind. Scratch that. It was just a passing uh, thought. Yeah. Let it pass. Eh, somewhat. I said let it pass right. like gas, but hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that'd be kind of much. 
585 area code, you get one opportunity. You make you you, you do what the other guys did, you're gone just as quick. You kill niggas, don't you? You're out of here, asshole. Go go suck go suck on your mommy's tits for a while. That seems to be your speed. Nine two nine, you heard what I told the last one. How thick is your cock? You're done, sickhead. You know, these are sick motherfuckers. They got nothing else better to do but to, to waste their time. Unbelievable. Anyway. No way might get it. Might, might. Let me try that again. No way may find this story interesting. California pastor to defy Newsom's shutdown, possibly run for governor. We need to collectively take a stand, the pastor said. All right. Check this out, folks. California leaders are speaking out against a new ban on singing and chanting in California houses of worship. Center for Disease Control and Prevention officials point to singing as a proven way to spread a virus. The ban order, the discontinuation of singing and chanting activities, and limit indoor attendance to 25% of building capacity or a maximum of 100 attendees. A California pastor said he would defy Governor Gavin Newsom's latest coronavirus lockdown. And maybe even challenge him in the polls. Pastor Greg Farrington, leader of of 3,500 members of Destiny Christian Church outside of Sacramento, California, said he plans to continue holding in-person services despite Newsom's second shutdown announced Monday. The Golden State has had a steep surge of COVID-19 cases, now second to New York. If we don't take a stand, all we're doing is kicking the can down the road, and and we will be having the same conversations in three weeks, six weeks, six months, or even a year from now, Farrington said. We need to collectively take a stand and say, we are the church, and we have a biblical and First Amendment right to worship together, the pastor added. During a live stream service earlier this month, Farrington floated a run for governor if he gets enough support, according to the Sacramento Bee. After 11 weeks of online-only services, Farrington Farrington reopened on May 31st, along with 1,000 other congregants across the state. Days before, President Trump had declared houses of worship essential and stated he would override any governors that don't allow them to open. We believe that the local church serves a critical mental health, spiritual, and community outreach role in our communities 
as affirmed by our Justice Department and Executive Branch of Government, the Church said in a statement. They will continue to follow the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's guidelines of social distancing, wearing masks, temperature checks, and sanitation out of an abundance of care for the people of our church and surrounding community. Services will continue to broadcast to around 40,000 viewers. Our mandate is to obey the word of God and worship as part of what we do as a church corporate. Corporately, the church's statement read, as we pull together as a community, we choose to live in faith over fear, just like our currency states our founders pledged and our churches believe in God we trust. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, megachurch pastor Andy Stanley announced this week he will not resume in-person services until next year. All right, so before you uh, say anything, Mike, 208 area code, you get one chance, you blow it, you're gone. That priest jerked me off. And, I don't... and you just blew it, you're gone. Goodbye. 702 area code, same thing I just told the 208 area code, applies to you. Go ahead. Nigger, 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 nigger. Uh, listen to that. Oh, listen to the racist. Listen to the racist. Listen to the racist. A dickhead. Uh, somehow, people just don't, don't think. They don't get it. Well, I recognize the area codes and everything, so now I'm going to be hanging up on them rather than picking up their lines. So I'll just hang up on them. So if you're thinking of trolling me tonight any further, you'll waste your time because you won't get the opportunity to talk. I got an idea. Why don't you go after some of the Christian broadcasts that are on or the wrestling shows that are on? Or are you too chicken shit to do that? And three times I tried to hang up his line and the switchboard did not function properly. So Blog Talk Radio, you need to do something with your switchboard. It's, It's seizing up. 540 area code, guess what? Not happening. Goodbye. I just said they'll get hung up on, didn't I, Mike? I'm pretty sure I said that. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay. Now, getting back to this California pastor, what do you think? Hey, I, I think I basically think he's got it right, and he's he's going about it the right way to get it right in trying to get rid of the guy who's putting these orders, basically these unconstitutional orders, and and it's like okay, we'll we'll, and he basically said it, 
we will do all this stuff, take the temperature, social distance, and all that stuff. And by the way, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into coronavirus a little bit later because I, I did put an article in the FFNO earlier, but about New York and and stuff. But uh, uh, but he's got it right, and he's got he's going about it right in the fact that he's he's trying he's going to try and run against. Uh, Newsom, and we know that Newsom's already in trouble as it is, in terms of, you know, in terms of people wanting not wanting him in office, and in terms of people trying to uh, get him recalled, you know. So, if it's all good for me, I mean, it. If you don't get it recalled, then you have somebody step up and run against him. All right, and the guy, the the the, the pastor in Florida is wrong. It's wrong for what he's doing because he really doesn't have to do that. Not Florida, Georgia. The pastor in Georgia, uh, whatever his name was, is wrong for what he's doing because one. The guy, the, the the Georgia governor is not that stupid to put those type of reg, uh, regulations on on his people, and they're opening up. So it's like, okay, are you not gonna hold services even though you can? I mean, that's the deal with that. But yeah, you're right. This guy, this he's fighting. He's People are sick and tired of this crap, and people in California are sick and tired of it, and they're sick and tired of uh, Newsom. Newsom is in trouble. He's in serious trouble. George? Absolutely he's in trouble. You know, I mean, it's it's not rocket science. He knows that he's he's running into a brick wall. So... I don't know, maybe it's just me, but... Wow, can I finish my sentence? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, thank you. I I was saying something, and you just chopped me right up. Okay. The the, the simple fact is, Newsom knows that that, that that he's running into a big brick wall. If he get if there's a if a person challenges him for governor, and that challenger proves to be stronger, his days in the governor's mansion are numbered. What I was gonna say, George, is this: Newsom's a Democrat. Does he really know he's running into a brick wall? I mean, we, Democrats are stupid, right? They can't. Some of them can't tell the forest from the trees, and and in this case, probably can't tell they're running into a brick wall. So, I mean, then there's that. Well, Newsom is a moron, and we know that. Newsom, being a Democrat, hasn't doesn't really care what the people think or say, because he's going to do what he wants anyway.
Oh, for the love of Christ. Mike, are you still there? 651 area code, what do you want? You're not saying anything? Go suck a dick. That's your speed. Incredible. I go to I go to click on somebody and I end up hitting the wrong person. Gunslinger, where'd you go? Didn't go anywhere. I don't think. <laughs> I was calling on you uh, about five six minutes about five ten minutes ago and you didn't answer. Well, I about stepped out the door. I'm on my headset right now, so I have to use a headset for the moment. Okay, I got Mike back. Mike, look at the chat room and see if somebody said something to you, because I told you that... I told you to call back because I went to oh. hang up on a troll. And I ended up getting you by mistake. Oops. So pay okay. attention if you're. I, 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 I figured. I figured. I figured that something would, something like that would would happen. Something like that happened. And you figure something yeah. like that happened, then 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 saying BTR just cut you off. Was it was in? Was uh, not... I just uh, I just assume you know I, I don't want to say never mind I, I I when I say assume now forget it forget it because Democrats assume a lot and I'm not a Democrat so I don't want to say I assume something so besides there's there there's there's an old saying I think you know it well I'm sure we all do yeah never assume. Because when you assume, it makes an ass out of you and me. That's right. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Don't assume. I forgot what I was was asking Gunslinger to comment on now, but oh well. Doesn't make a difference now. I lost my train of thought on it. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a. I think we were talking about that pastor and and uh, that pastor in um, uh, California that's possibly going to run against Newsom or whatever. So I think I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um... Hold on a second. I'll pull the story back up. I'm just looking at the article you put in uh, from the Foundation for Economic Education. I was just looking at that, and uh, 
I didn't even need this article. We had talked about why why other countries were able to flatten the curve, were able to succeed at it, where New York failed at it. That was done weeks ago. I don't know why this is still being put out there by other people. I mean, it's it's Sweden well, flattened the curve on the thing, you know, and and I, we understand New York didn't. Look at what the governor did. Right. Well, uh, you know, I just I just thought it was interesting that you know I I got this from. I got this from. Uh, I didn't know this article was out there. This is the first time I'm, I'm I'm reading it. So, and I I got I basically got this from uh, from uh, Dan Mangino, you know. Okay. So, well. but he was he yeah, was making it's... a point about about the fear and how and how wrong these people. Some of these people are, and how wrong, like Cuomo is, and all that stuff. That 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 was his point about Cuomo and some of these other, and Fauci and all these new mass work. What what the, you know what flattening the curve? Who flattened the curve? Is is a uh, do do lockdowns really work and all that stuff? You know. But yeah. Okay. One second here. Now, Cherokee Rose in the uh, watching on Periscope uh, was talking about and, and made a comment on the uh, uh, on that that Judicial Watch article, uh, saying that California just released some animals from jail. But yeah, I, I'm not so, and I'm not surprised either. I'm really not surprised. Um, and in regards to the, rec- the MS-13 recruiting kids, yeah, that's what they're doing. They would go into, the, they would go down to those uh, those shelters where un- unaccompanied uh, minors are sitting, and recruit them right out of this, right out of the place. And uh, in regards to one of the to, to one of the bullshit calls, <laughs> like <laughs> she's like couldn't even understand that fool that called in. Neither could I. That's why they disappeared that quickly. Uh, let's see here. When I mentioned about the Windows update, the cumulative update that's waiting in the wings, hopefully it doesn't do it automatically while I'm on the air. Now that happens, I'm going to be pissed. I will be pissed. But she's, she, Cherokee Rose says, laughing out loud, Windows loves you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't love me. If Windows really loved me, it wouldn't be putting an update at twelve at eleven something in the fucking night. <laughs> so it doesn't love me. Trust me. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Now, in re- in regards to the pastor story, and I'm gonna pull that story up on the on the board here again because uh, I want to get uh, Benslinger's thoughts on it. 
seems a California pastor gunslinger uh, is going to defy Newsom's uh, shutdown. And he may even run for governor. All right? Uh, now, Pastor Greg Farrington, uh, the pastor of Destiny Christian Church just outside of Sacramento, California, said said he plans to hold in-person services despite Newsom's second shutdown announced Monday. The Golden State has had a steep surge of COVID-19 cases, now second to New York. Okay? So this guy, uh, Pastor Farrington, uh, is, is saying that we need to collectively take a stand and say we are the church, and we have a, a biblical and First Amendment right to worship together. And he's right. President Trump even stated that church, churches, that churches are essential, and that he would, he would. Where's where that? Where, where, let me uh, getting a little tongue-tied. Yeah, he declared houses of worship essential, and he and President Trump said he would override any governors that don't allow them to open. So President Trump would be protecting the First Amendment right of of the people in their freedom to, to freedom of religion to worship as, as they do. Um, so I don't know. Newsom must think it's it's okay to hogtie the people. What do you think, Gun? Done. I don't believe this. Gunslinger. Mike, you can hear me, can't you? Mike, can anyone hear me? I don't believe this. Once again, I'm getting screwed up here. 785 radio code, you're only getting one chance. You, I know you're going to blow it, so say what you got to say and get out of here. Goodbye, fuckhead. See? Leave it to a fuckhead. Mike. Oh, for the love of God. Five for your area code. I'm not taking your call. Goodbye. Go away. Oh, he went to the kitchen. I, I'm asking him. To... 
the fuck? Gunslinger, you need to eat before you go on the sh- come on the show, man. I mean, for crying out loud. Every night's the same damn thing. 540 area code, what do you fucking want? You fought you I hope you get. I hope you get. I hope you get beat to a fucking pulp, you little racist prick. I'm in no fucking mood for this shit. Mike, are you there? How do you like that? I've got two callers on the on the on the line with me. One goes to get a bite to eat. The other one just sits there and, and doesn't answer. I'm going to do something I normally, I, I normally don't do if I can help it. I'm going to see what the fuck's going on. Can anybody hear me on the phone line? Hello. I have a feeling... Skype shit the bed again. Not Skype, um, Blog Talk Radio. See if this is working. Hello. I, I'm I'm speaking. Wow, my microphone is working. <laughs> I well, asked some people if they hear me. I get nothing. I get one guy going to the fucking kitchen, and the other guy just sits there like a lump on a log. No, I, I, I love. I, I had to, I had to, I had to go use the facilities. Major call. I'm back now. You're sounding loud and clear. Incredible. Okay, I'm gonna do. You know what? I'm just gonna put the story in this time, and I want you to take a quick glance at it. And then tell me what you think, Gunslinger, okay? All right. I've already read it. I've already gone into it twice now. I figure I'll let you read some of it and then give your opinion. Yeah, let's see. Well... I don't know, you know, I'm briefly looking over it. 
Uh, if he wants to do that, I guess. But, you know, Newsom ain't got no fuck. Well, yeah, he does got a chance for that because the people of California are fucking stupid. They're just going to keep voting him, voting him back in, okay? Because he hasn't lost yet. So, I, you know, it's going to be an interesting situation, you know, if they want to do their service online, I guess. Oh, fine, whatever, you know. Uh, but I don't think they can stop them, because that's a First Amendment, you know, religious freedom of speech. So, you know, it ain't over yet. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. You know? Yeah, hmm, but in this in this article, it's not just about going, you know, him thinking about running against Newsom, this pastor is going to defy Newsom's shutdown order. Okay? He's going, he, he, he's, he's the pastor of Destiny Christian Church in Sacram, outside of Sacramento. 3,500 right. people attend that church. Okay? Right. Well, it's got 3,500 members. Not sure if all of them attend. I shouldn't make that assumption. Well, all right. Yep. Now, here's the other thing, too. Pat, uh, President Trump did say that houses of worship are essential. Yep. And yet, this, this governor will try. Will probably try to have them shut down. Now, the, the, here's here's what the you know what the problem is for you know for Newsom. When Trump said houses of worship are essential. He also made the statement that he that he would override any governors. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, he would override any governors that don't allow the churches to open. Well, <clears throat> here's another food for thought. This pastor said he's going to try to run against this nuisance character. He ain't got a snowball chance in hell. Here's the reason. State of California. <laughs> uh, that's almost equal to Sodom and Gomorrah. You got San Francisco. That fucking weird motherfucking place. You got uh, Hollyweird. Okay. And all them smut films and pornography and prostitution and all that shit that comes out of that fucking state. And a Christian pastor is going to go up against a idiot, an evil person, as Newsom is, he's a fucking evil, okay, we know, all know that, ain't got a snowball's chance in hell, okay, because the people of California, minus a few people, that one of them, or a couple of them comes on the show here, okay, are dumber than a goddamn box of rocks, okay, and they can't see that <laughs> what they're doing is, well, it ain't gonna work, so the majority of them are fucking fucked up. So that pastor ain't got no chance to fucking win the seat of the governorship for the state of California. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I wouldn't count this pastor out just that quick. And I'll tell you why I say that. Uh, the reason I say this pastor's out just yet 
A lot of people in California are now because of what Newsom has done in response to this COVID-19 bullshit. Okay? His response has been... And just a little noisy, but joining us no the folks. Hey, me. I'm wearing headphones. It kind of hit a little harder than usual. I moved the microphone. The microphone was shoved up in the top, and I pulled it down, and then I thought, oh, it's on. Hi, no wakes. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, no, so, I was saying, this, this here, my opinion on this, it's about time. The lot, like I've always said, the last thing I would want to do on Judgment Day is to be a pastor of a church and to be held accountable when you had the chance to defend me. You didn't. You bowed down to the authority. You closed your church. You wouldn't speak the truth. You let them destroy what you were doing in the church. You can't sing. You can't do this. You can't do that. And good for this pastor. It's about time. It's about time the pastors, like the article had, had said, like you had read in there, he says, I have the biblical and constitutional right. <clears throat> and that's that's what he's going to do. Yeah. It was, it was well, Pastor Brandon said, our, our mandate is to obey the word of God, and worship is part of what we do as a church co- co- cor- corporate, co- corporately. Okay, and what I'm going to say, go ahead, Gunn. No, I was going to ask no way if he, heard, if he heard what I said just a few minutes ago about California. He, if he's trying to go up against this governor in the state of Solomon Gomorrah, good luck. Good luck. Sure, well, he is the, right. The thing yes. is, yeah. the, the, the thing is with California, it's there's not as many people voting for these Democrats as people think. They have gotten screwed. They got screwed here 15 years ago when they went to this mail-in ballot, and you have ballot harvesting. What that is, is they have a representative go and collect all the ballots that were mailed in. And we all know what happens with Democrats. From the post office to the polling place, these ballots are changed. Guaranteed. Because Orange County, Orange County was mostly Republican. They changed the law. The very next election, all Republicans were voted out. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's odd because, you know, what, what the pastor said also, it's Pastor Farrington, he said, as we pull together as a community, we choose to live in faith over fear. Just like our currency states, our founders pledged, and our churches believe. In God we trust. Exactly. So this pastor is spot on, and I'll tell you what. 
something tells me he's going to give Newsom a run for his money. Yeah, because it, there is a lot there is a lot coming up, um, and the federal government has been pushing it. But we keep getting like you guys know that this past Tuesday we finally got our spring vote in for the town budget and different things for the state and the school and everything else. And guess what came out on Wednesday? They had another glitch. We don't have the results yet. Oh, 644 absentee ballots. The memory stick that the count was on, uh, it's not recognizing it now. So then all of a sudden, when it did finally, the results finally came out at the end of the day on Wednesday, oh, guess what? Everything that they wanted passed. So they were not stupid. I'm not, this is the second election in a row they're claiming we've got a glitch. I would demand a a federal elections uh, investigation. Hold that thought, everybody. 515 area code, you're going to get one chance. If you do like everybody else did, guess where you're going. Go ahead. Can I get a prostate massager, George? You're done. Goodbye. If you're going to ask a stupid question, you're going to get kicked out. Goodbye. Have a nice life. Oh, I'll give them them a prostate exam with a nightstick with embedded razor blades. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Ooh, we that, will. Sounds like, that sounds like a real nasty kind of a proctology exam. Oh yes. Ooh. Oh yes. I am one nasty prick. <laughs> Just ask me, I'll tell you. Uh, well, no way. I'm I'm gonna be a nice a nice host and not ask that question only because uh I think I know what the answer is liable to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, better, yeah. better yet better yet no but way, the, ask Mona. No, right. she's gone to bed. I'm not going to wake oh, okay. up the sleeping beast. <laughs> yeah. Besides, I don't think I don't think Mona would want to say that publicly on the air. No, you can't get her to talk on the air live. She'll sit there. She used to, like I said, when I was doing the Book of Revelation, I got her to read it for me. Right, and there is no better way to learn exactly what it says then read it and then hear me explain it on the show but yet to get her to sit down on the show and read it live she she just can't do it too nervous stage frightened and it, it was funny that way she's always she she can't talk on the on line and stuff and she just well unless it unless it's her you know the girls there that they zoom and stuff with then they it sounds like a hen house. <laughs> I tease her too. <laughs> but yeah, it, no, it, it's it, it's about time because like I'm I'm laughing here. The churches in Maine are allowed, you know, because of what the federal government did. They are essential, and the churches stood up against Comrade General Mills, and they reopened. But right here in this town, oh, no, they're not. They're still doing their little online thing for, you know, very little. I mean, hey, if you can do an hour and a half 
one video is an hour, another one's a half hour, and you still get your full pay, and you don't have to run the church, what do they care? In today's society, with our churches, they don't care. And this is why I'm glad to hear that more and more churches are standing up, and they're saying, no, we're not going to do it. We're just not going to. Yeah, I, I think what, what what we're seeing is, you know, the pastors and the and the members of the of the church, you know, are realizing that their being their First Amendment right to freedom of religion is being stifled by right. these idiots who who are like, oh well, hey, listen, I'm the governor of California, and what I say goes, and you're shut down. I don't give a damn what the president says. President Trump's a, a racist and a liar, and Blowing, 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 right. blowing, posturing, you know, and all that. Right. They're, they're sick, especially when it's been exposed this week that Florida got caught padding the numbers, which we already knew. And the, the biggest thing that's pissing them off, and I explained it to the wife earlier, what really happened with Trump not allowing the CDC to get all the COVID data anymore. All of this true scientific data is coming in from other countries, okay? It all went to the CDC. Then the CDC is still not using that data, putting out lies about that data, and basically burying the truth and coming out with their false fear-mongering narrative. And Trump said, you're done with it. That's it. You're not getting it anymore. He's also shutting down Felchie. He's not deal, dealing with Felchie. He's not listening to him. You're an unelected official. So and this is why the churches now, real churches, are standing up and saying, we're all done with you. You're shutting us down, telling us you're taking our First Amendment right away. And now you're trying to dictate how our church runs. And then turn around and let 4,000 domestic terrorists in the streets to terrorize the public. Nope, we're not doing it. We're not complying. And it's good. It's about time. It, it, it's it's past, way past time, I believe. Right. Because what you're, what you're, what you're, what you're, what you're all seeing, what we're all seeing with our own two eyes is the slow progression of the American people to actually get their eyes opened. They're opening their eyes slowly. They're not 100% there yet, and they may never be, but they're slowly starting to realize, hey, wait a minute, you know, this, this is not making sense. Right. And this that's how that's how cultural cultural Marxism works. They don't give a shit about the woke people, the people that can see through. They've woken up to the lies and the scams. We're just going to keep infuriating our base. That you, you get constantly proving their ignorance. They are out to destroy free speech. We call them basement-dwelling trolls with butt plugs and their boyfriend's dick in their mouth. 
<laughs> and it pisses them off. And they get triggered. So they call here for their two seconds of fame. Who gives a shit? You're just proving how ignorant you are. So for the hundreds of archive listens that you're getting, that is showing other people just what a Democrat rule is and what it will be in America if they allow it. California, I'm sorry, California is a lost cause. You can't get that voter fraud out of California. You can't get it out of many places. We can't get it out of Maine. There's always some excuse. There's always some glitch. There's always some bullshit. And yeah, I I strongly believe, and I've told a lot of people, maybe it's time for the FEC to come dig through every orifice of this town hall and enough of the crap's enough. It, it is. Enough is enough. Yeah, because I've, I've seen on the local front, okay, I've seen too many times our elections being uh, being compromised in some fashion. Right. Now I, 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 and I and seeing it on the federal level, you know, on the on the country level, that's a little more frightening. <coughs> right. That is a lot more frightening than than people are more willing to admit. The the ones that should be the most concerned are the people who have the most to to lose, and that's all of us. Right, and and we do because it's going to be. I mean, think about it. Look, look at what the domestic terrorists are pushing right now. Look at how the teachers' unions, like who in the hell's a teachers' union? Now you're going to hold the country hostage until we destroy religion completely, until we until we defund all the police officers, until we force bankruptcy onto the country with trillions of dollars for universal eugenics care for everybody? Who in the hell are you? You're not even teaching our kids. Our kids cannot even look into their pants and tell us if they are a male or a female because they don't know. So what the hell are you teaching them? You're not teaching them facts. You're not teaching them truth. Let me let me find out that my grandniece and nephew are being taught that kind of stuff. If they're in a public school, George, they are. They I will, are. I will blow a gasket. I will. Look at how many of the children for so many years. If you had, I mean, we were the class clowns. We were the, you know, well, they're, they're more of a hyperactive child. They're, you know, they, they've got a lot of energy. So now, automatically, oh, they have attention deficit disorder. Here, we got to pump them up full of drugs. So they sit there like little drugged-out drones at seven, eight years old. Duh. Duh. Yeah, look, look Duh. At, and I, I'll use myself as an example because when I was a child, when I was a, when I was a, a small boy, 
I was di- I was told I had hy- I was hyperactive. Right. So to combat the hyperactivity, I was prescribed Meloril. Well, unfortunately, that medication had the was supposed. They said it was supposed to slow me down. Oh, really? Well, that didn't happen. Instead, it had the opposite effect. I was stoned on that fucking shit. Well, yeah. At 3 o'clock in the morning, my mother had to drag me in the window from the fire escape. I was half out the window on the fire escape, screaming at the top of my lungs, Hi, everybody, how you doing? And high as a kite. Well, yeah. Of course. She dumped the pills down the toilet, called the doctor, and said, I'm not giving my son this shit anymore. Our family physician had to make a house call. Just to just to sit me just to make sure I stayed in bed and fell asleep. Right. Because and look at what concerned. they're doing to the kid. Look at what they're doing to the kids today, George. Holy cow! They're they're reaching coming into high school and they've got more drugs than a ninety year old lady does. And they're pumping them right into them daily. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to joke about the the, medi- the, the number of medicines I, I start I'm taking now, and how I'm 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 getting close to my grandmother's uh, medicine cabinet of, of of pill bottles. Right. Three medicines for blood pressure, diabetes medication, cholesterol medicine, blood thinning medicine, my epilepsy medicine. It's like, and and of course. A water, a lace, a Lasix from from the edema in my legs. Right. It's like you've got to be shitting me. How many fucking meds do I need to take? And then I'm, you know, for my dep- for my try again, George, for my depression <laughs> and my PTSD, I I see if I have a therapist because I figure it's the smart thing to do. All the therapists I've had never pushed medicine on me. They would ask me, and I'd say no. And they and they respected me for it. I had one therapist who didn't. She turned around and, and said to me, "Well, I think you you need a mood stabilizer. Let me call the let me call the psychiatrist and make an appointment for you." Uh, I said no, and she says, "No, I think we need to do that." And she. Conference called the, ther- the, the, the this the psychiatrist on the line, and she's sitting there m- trying to make the appointment on my behalf. And I said, "Excuse me." I said uh, to the, to the psychiatrist, I, "I'm going to say this. I did not tell her to do this. I told her no. She's refusing to listen. She's making decisions for me, and that's wrong." And that psychiatrist. Good thing he had a brain in his head. He turned around and told the therapist, "If the if the if if the if Mr. Sinzer doesn't want a to see a psychiatrist, he doesn't have to, and you can't make appointments on his behalf like that." Well, be careful because that's coming. Many states, it's all part of their mental illness plan. We we shut down all the institutions that institutionalized the mentally ill that were a threat to themselves and others. And we turned them loose on the street. Now, 
everybody's falling into this. Look at that, that list of drugs that you were showing for that law. How many out of that whole big list is used to treat mental illness? Not cure it, not help. It's just to drug people up, and that's all it's for. I've uh, never taken anything like that and never will. Here we are. The list of psychotropic drugs that I, that I brought up. Right. Look at them all. It's pathetic. Okay. Let's see. Abilify. Adderall. Uh, let's see here. Anaphrenol. Uh, let's see here. Ativan. That's just in the A's alone. Yeah. Then you've got Celexa. Clozaro. Uh, Cymbalta. Okay. Even the, the anti-epileptic medication that I take, uh, Depakote. It's an anti-epileptic medication and mood stabilizer. Right. But it's not prescribed for, to me as a mood stabilizer. It's prescribed as a, an anti-seizure medicine. But because I take it, New York State says, you can't have a pistol permit. Right. Because it's mood-altering. They don't want you to get pissed off and get too awoke and, and see that Cuomo is a commie and all these other commies that are in state government. Shit, I knew that before I, before I started taking that right. And cause them to die of eating paint lead poisoning. <laughs> well, I mean, remember, remember that story last night, George, about the guy in Florida? Or was it two nights ago? The guy... Lord, who walks into a Walmart and the guy, you know, what was the other night? The guy comes up and just asks him why he wasn't wearing a mask, and he pulls a gun on him and he gets angry. Starting to kill the guy. All right. But and this is what this is what they're creating, and it's what they want. That's exactly what they want. They want to. You know, people are saying they're sick and tired. Well, people are sick and tired of being sick and tired, and they're going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I, enough is enough. You're, you're lying to us. You're <clears throat> full of shit. You're getting caught at every turn, faking the deaths, faking the number of positives, faking all this fear, and we're sick of it. You don't quarantine healthy people. Quarantine, by its definition, is to isolate ill people. Contagious, ill people. You do not quarantine the healthy. But they don't care. This whole thing is to destroy what Trump has sat up. That's what it's all about. And while we're at it, we'll destroy we'll finish destroying our school systems with communism. We'll, we'll uh, go after the churches, like you see they're doing now. They're going after the churches. They're going after the statues. They're going after the crosses. It, it's all part of 
Marxism. It's all part of your Marxist mentality. Beat people into submission. But they're they're still failing. And people are even sick and tired of the the pathetic Republicans sitting there sleeping. And that's about all they're doing. They're not standing up and fighting for America any more than than the Democrats are. The Democrats are out to destroy it. And, yes, the Republicans are sitting there allowing it yep. to happen. And, that's, and, and unfortunately, that's, the, that's a very sad reality of what's happening in our country right now. No way. Right. They're allowing it to happen. And I've got a 435 area code caller. Caller, you get one chance. You blow it, you're done. Goodbye. Okay? So. No way can I destroy your asshole. <laughs> I don't I, believe he actually went, had the balls to, to say that. And he, got, and he got it out there. Oh, I don't care. Because. Go ahead. Come to me. Step on my property. And you will die of blood infusions of multiple lead projectiles. Do you understand that, you mindless little piece of shit? You want to fuck with me? Bring it. Bring it, you stupid, idiot little troll. I will send you back to your mother in a pine box. I will destroy you and your little pussy friends, and I will show your girlfriends what a real man is. <laughs> let, let me Bring it. Let, let me put it short, sweet, and to the point. You want uh, lead poisoning? Keep fucking with the, with the wrong people. That's yeah. what's going to end up happening. Because honest to God, this is the this this is the kind of stupid shit that gets people hurt. And I'll tell you something. I'm not a nice person. I never said I was a nice person. I, well, yes, I did, but to my friends, I'm nice. I wasn't born an asshole. I perfected it my whole life. You want to mess around with this with this Indian? Bring it. Bring it, you little bitch. And it ain't going to be a tomahawk that's thrown your way either. Oh no. The the best thing the best things that the white man brought to us were fire sticks and fire water. And now I'm going to fire your ass, dude. I'm going to hang you from the highest tree and use you for target practice. And when I'm done with you, I'll move on to your little troll buddies and your little pussy friends. I really don't care about you, scum. Your blood in the street is our freedom. Your mother's going to have to go to a funeral. You like me now, bitch? See, that's what you get when you fuck with my friends. You get told in spades just what you'll get if you show up at their door. Right. It's like I say. It's like I've been saying. You come through my door, you get met with the business end, and that business end will be smoking. See, and, and they, they're not smart enough to realize, George. That doesn't hurt me. That doesn't insult me. That doesn't piss me off. That just shows me that the truth that I speak. Pisses these little pussies right off. 
It's either that or they just don't have anything else better to do with while sitting in mommy and daddy's basement sucking on mommy's tips all night. Right. It it triggers them. They're they're, they're little Antifa pussies that bring their mouth to a gunfight. And, yeah, they're retarded. They are literally what we used to classify as mentally retarded. You know, I, I have a cousin that is full-fledged mentally retarded. And he's got more intelligence than that whole gang of dope-smoking freaks. Did, did they miss their, did they, they miss their, their uh, appointment for their uh, electroshock therapy? Or, or what? You know, what, what are they missing besides brain cells? Mm, I don't know. Well, I've got a 701 area code that's uh, looking to, to, to do something, so let's see. Uh, just bear in mind, I've got a quick trigger finger on, on the hang-up button, so if you, st- if you talk stupid, you're done. Not like going to jerk you off? You're done. Goodbye. Get lost, you cretin. They love me, George. <laughs> They don't. They don't understand that they're going to get cut off real quick. Yeah, and, and they don't. They don't realize what kind of person I am. I made it to my mid fifties, and I will tie you in a knot and use you as a bowling ball. I'm that big, dude. I really Trust am. Me. I've seen this guy. I've seen this guy on video. And it doesn't do them justice. I'll tell you what. I look forward to the day when I when I can uh, have enough money together, scrape enough money together to take a trip, travel up to Maine, to meet with No Way and his and his and his better half. And I guarantee. Now I'm I'm six one, okay. I'm six one, but No Way's a little taller than me. And looking at him. If I say the wrong thing, he will turn me into a pretzel, okay? <laughs> as big as I am, he could bend me into a pretzel and not even break a sweat. So what does that tell you? I'm 300 pounds. I'm a big boy. He's, he's not even 200 pounds, and he could bench press me with no problem, I'm sure. So if he could do that to me, imagine what he could do to you. Now, I'll just take out. I don't want to give these trolls any more, uh, any more than they've already gotten because uh, talking about them does take us away from what we're doing here. Right, right. So, here's the deal. In my talking points tonight, I don't know if you heard my talking points, uh, no way. But apparently, Mark and Patricia McCloskey are under Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's scrutiny for the June 28th confrontation when several hundred, they call them protesters in this thing. I, I call them thugs. Marched by the, by the McCluskey's $1.15 million mansion, the couple accused them of knocking down an iron gate marked with no trespassing and private street signs, right? Now, the McCluskey's, both in their 60s, emerged from their home armed. 
Mark McCluskey with a long-barreled gun and his wife with a small handgun. Now, their actions were captured on video. Now, I'm, just, I'm reading that this is all a reminder of what took place, so pay close attention, everybody. There, will be a, there may be a quiz following this. Their actions captured on video and viewed by millions drew praise from some who said they were legally defending their home, which they were, but scorn from others who said they risked bloodshed by displaying the weapons. Photos emerged as memes on both sides of the gun debate. Now, Kim Gardner's office was still investigating, but no charges have been filed. I expect they will be charged criminally by this uh, Twinkie. Now, Representative Josh Hawley, a Missouri Republican, wrote in a letter to Attorney General William Barr that Gardner abused her power in seizing the couple's guns. Now, folks, just to give you a little context here, okay, what happened was these thugs knocked down the iron, uh, the iron gate, stormed the private, res- the private community, okay, threatened to kill the McCloskeys, burned down their home after they stayed in it for a while. Well, the McCluskeys came out with, with, their, with their guns. After they tried calling the police and the police told them there's nothing they can do. So the McCluskeys had to go in and get their firearms to protect themselves, to defend their home, to defend their lives. There was no telling what these assholes were going to do. Right. So fast forward to to a more recent situation with the McCluskeys. The police are ordered to go and take their guns. How nice. The police get ordered to go and take the guns away from law-abiding citizens, legal gun owners, who are only trying to defend their lives and their home from invasion. And that's what it is. That's what happened. It was an invasion. These were not protesters. They're invaders, plain and simple. So now, going back to, the, to, what, to what's being written here, how Attorney General Barr said that Gardner abused her power in seizing the couple's guns, investigating them and pursuing a possible indictment. He called her actions an unacceptable abuse of power and threat to the Second Amendment. There is no question under Missouri law that the McCluskeys had the right to own and use their firearms to protect themselves from threatened violence and that any criminal prosecution for these actions is legally unsound. Representative Josh Hawley wrote, the only possible motivation for the investigation then is a politically motivated attempt to punish this family for exercising their Second Amendment rights. Right, exactly. Now, Gardner said in a statement I am deeply disappointed that a U.S. senator would intervene in a local matter that is under investigation. 
Hawley isn't the only high-level Republican to express concerns about Gardner's investigation, though. The case caught the attention of President Trump, who spoke about it in a phone conversation with Governor Mike Parson on Tuesday. When he was in the legislature, Governor Parsons co-authored Missouri's Castle Doctrine Law that justifies deadly force for those who are defending their homes from intruders. He said the McCloskeys had every right to protect their property. Now, right. Several black leaders in St. Louis have expressed support for Gardner. U.S. Representative William Lacey Clay, a Democrat, said in a statement that he was appalled that Hawley would attempt to interfere with an ongoing criminal investigation by asking our racist, incompetent president and his failed attorney general to misuse the U.S. Department of Justice Civil Rights Division by intervening in this case. Because what Representative Josh Hawley is calling for is a federal civil rights investigation into this attorney, Kim Gardner. Okay? Good. Nail her ass to the wall. Mm-hmm. Now, he said Barr has long since surrendered any allegiance to the rule of law. That's bullshit. Okay? The Reverend Daryl Gray, who has led several protests, said Gardner's critics are creating a volatile situation. Kim has received death threats from all across the country, and in the climate that this president has created, Mike Parson and Josh Hawley are simply piling on, and their comments only serve to fan the fires of hatred and discord in this country. This is what this Reverend Gray said. Now, Gardner... St. Louis first black circuit attorney has been at odds with some in St. Louis establishments since her election in 2016. Most notably, her office charged then Governor Eric Breton with felony invasion of privacy in 2018 for allegedly taking a compromising photo of a woman during an extramarital affair. The charge was eventually dropped, but Breton's resigned in 2018. Gardner hired a private investigator, former FBI agent William Tisby, to investigate the claims against Gretens. Attorneys for Gretens accused Tisby of lying during a deposition. And a judge indicted Tisby for perjury in June of 2019. Tisby denied wrongdoing and his case is still pending. Now, Gardner also has often butted heads with police leaders, especially after she developed an quote-unquote exclusion list of more than two dozen police officers who were barred from serving as primary witnesses in criminal cases over what Gardner called credibility concerns. The move angered police chief John Hayden, who is also black. So, in January, Gardner filed a federal lawsuit accusing the city, the local police union, and others of a coordinated and racist conspiracy aimed at forcing her out of office. The lawsuit also accused entrenched interests 
of intentionally impeding her efforts to reform racist practices that have led to a loss of trust in the criminal justice system. Well, that sounds a lot like what Ilhan Omar is, is trying to do. Right. They all, they all are. This is Democrats. This is how they work. They understand that their base are uneducated, useless. They're not even useful idiots. They're just plain useless idiots. And they believe anything their masters say. They don't realize that she is openly committing felony crimes <clears throat> by <throat> using her by using her position to circumvent the rule of law and to implement totalitarian rule. We're going to tell you what the law is. We don't care what the law is. You stood up for your rights of your property and your safety, and we are going to destroy you for this. And this will be a warning to any other problem American that refuses to be a sheep, that we will destroy you for inserting your Second Amendment right and to protect yourself. We will force the cops to stand down, and we will allow terrorists, domestic terrorists, to kill you, burn your house. We don't care because we want this. Because they, I'm, I'm telling you guys, it's like I said a thousand times. This is the Nazi Germany <coughs> agenda. That's how they do it. They beat the people into submission. They truly let me, let think me. that if they... Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. No, I, no, I was just going to say that, you know, well, you've you, you got to realize one thing also, that those two people are uh, attorneys. Even if they did try to charge them with it, they know how to get out of it. Number one, it would never go to court. Even if it did, it'd be thrown out in appeals. Okay? They know. I mean, they, those attorneys know. They're just probably sitting there going, yeah, right. Go for it, baby. Okay? We'll, we'll, we'll chew you up and spit you yeah. out in court. You know? But, so, but here's the thing. It's, it's stupid. The, Missouri the has that castle doctrine law just like, te- just like Texas just like, does. Okay. Texas so, does, yeah, the whole thing. Stupid. So here's where here's where Gardner is going to get her ass handed to her in court, oh, because yeah. they have the legal right to keep and bear arms under the Constitution. They have yeah, the absolutely. Castle Doctrine, which says they can they can defend their property and their lives. So what is Gardner trying to do? Criminalize them, even though she knows that the law says they have the right to defend themselves. But when have you ever known a Democrat to follow the law? Yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> that, and, and that's it, right? They don't follow the law, and that's why I said they'll they'll tell you this is what the law is. Well, that's not the law. Well, it is because and, I'm in power. Oh yeah, and and, and when has a Democrat been punished for not following the law? You know. Think about uh, it. Let, let, let me see. Let, let me count on my wrist because there's no fingers. None. <laughs> None. None. Uh, see. 
I'll see Bill Clinton. See Hillary Clinton. Right. And this this is it. And th- this is where I have spoke out against what Trump and them are doing. They have proven many, many felonies, treasonous insurrection acts put forth by the Democrat Party. And none have been pervalked, arrested, removed from office, none of it. You have members of Congress standing right there demanding America be destroyed. You have people like Bill Maher sitting on his show saying the only way we're going to get rid of Trump is we have to destroy this economy. So get ready. We're going to destroy it. They're openly, and this is what the coronavirus hoax is all about. We're going to use it for every excuse under the sun to destroy the economy, and people will blame Trump. The problem that they're not intelligent enough to understand is that they've been exposed. And they're not turning people away from Trump. They're turning people towards Trump. And they just don't get it. They, it it's so far... See, if, if you look back... I was old enough in the 80s to remember they were doing the same exact thing to Ronald Reagan. We will destroy this man. And they will never, ever reelect this man. And he won twice as much in the second round than he did in the first round. We watched the same thing happening to, to tell you how bad they are and how ignorant they are. When Paul LePage... What his first term. They came right out and were running with Paul LePage was pulled over and arrested for OUI. He's being investigated now and we need to remove him for this criminal act. Come to find out the whole time he was governor he had a chauffeur in the main state police. He didn't drive. The whole time he was governor, he was in a bulletproof SUV with a main state police officer as a chauffeur. He wasn't driving. The whole thing was a lie. And this went on for four years. When he got reelected, he got twice as many votes in the re-election than he got in his first election. The bad thing is, for some reason, he started bowing down after his re-election. And he allowed Democrats to push through some of their socialist, communist-style shit. And he wouldn't stand up. Why he was doing that, I don't know. But he did back down. And now they really hate him because even though he's gone two terms, the way Maine is, well, you can go one term out and you're allowed to run for two more terms. And you set one out and you're allowed to go two more. So he could turn in 2022, as he's already stated, two years from now, he says, I'll just run against, run against Mills and we'll get rid of her. Because he's the one that helped 
Trump get everything together, Barack Obama shut down 500,000 acres, or I mean square miles, of ocean in the Gulf of Maine, some of the best fishing, shut it off to American fishermen, but didn't shut it off to Canadian fishermen. Trump came in here a couple months ago, and executive order, signed it, opened it up, and there you go. He said, that's ridiculous. Call it a national, call it a national park in the water and shut it off to everybody in America, but allow every country in the world to come there and fish. Something, wasn't it? And now, yeah, now they're all pissed off at that, too, because Paul LePage is now behind the glass working with Trump to do stuff in Maine. <laughs> but more needs to be done. Because what they're doing here, that, that is such, that is complete treason against the rule of law. It's an right. insurrection, basically, against the rule of law, is what this... Now, why the Attorney General of the state has not stood up and removed her, which they have the right to do, to remove this prosecutor from St. Louis, why they haven't done that, it's got to be a Democrat Attorney General in Missouri. Got to be. That's the only reason why she hasn't been removed or, uh, look at Kamala Harris. That that's what killed her bid for president. Is because once you start running and they dig in and they see, well, what do you mean? You're letting hardened criminals out, and you're keeping people with dime bags locked up for years for a dime bag? Uh, really? <laughs> uh, well, we'll put us no up. way. No way. Yep. I, uh, I'm looking at him right now. He's uh, the Attorney General from Missouri. Is Eric Schmidt? Guess what? Republican. Okay. So he. So, so he's. He'll get pressure from Barr, and Barr will tell him, "You remove that scumbag now." Right. He's got to. Now, he's got to he, remove. If he. Okay. If he doesn't, if he chooses not to remove him, you know, then her, then you know he's not really a Republican. Right. Because the the thing is, is yeah, like like Gunn said earlier, they are attorneys. All this will go away, and you know what comes next: a massive lawsuit against the police officers, against the prosecutor's office, the DA's office, and against the city. Of St. Louis, yep. they will just—they'll just turn and put a massive lawsuit right against all of them. Yep. Wrongful prosecution, wrongful confiscation of firearms, dereliction of duty for not allowing the cops, and yeah, go right after dereliction of duty. We were being threatened with death, not just bodily injury, death. Yeah, death. Yeah. And. 
That's and they true. were going to burn their house. That was their clear statement. And this is the thing. Yes, the the guy in the supermarket that wasn't wearing a mask and pulled the gun and said, I'll, I'll shoot your ass. Oh, they'll <clears> prosecute <throat> him, but they won't prosecute the domestic terrorists busting onto private property and telling the people, we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill your wife. We're going to kill your dog. And we're going to burn your house. That's terrorism. This is this is why right. you know I carry I carry a gun. In fact, I got it on my side right now. I have what you call Texas Law Shield. Okay, it's a service that costs me thirteen dollars a month. They they represent you in court in case you have to legally use your firearm. Okay, on your property wherever you got it. Okay, it's I think they went up to a hundred thousand dollar bail. They get it's a complete attorney. They have a board of attorneys that's. Ready to call. I got, a, I got a number right here on my wall, emergency number. If you have to use your weapon and right. you have to kill somebody, okay, call this number. We're on it right there. We're on it right there. You got complete 100% legal representation. That's pretty fucking bad in this country when you defend yourself against somebody that wants to kill you. And if you don't, they will kill you. That's the fucking problem. Right. You've got to have an attorney right. in your fucking and, buck to say, hey, you know, right. go sick them, boys. And, you and know? think about it, God. Think fuck. about it. The ones that are coming there to kill you are given a free ride, but you're not. Yeah. Well, see, you and, know, and like this, I've always said, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. well, just like I've always no, said, there's a lot of. There's a lot of people. Uh, I love to talk about guns. I love to talk about guns on this program. There's a lot of people that will say, "Well, I'll just shoot them in the leg and wound them." Yeah, you a fucking fool too, boy. When I went to my yeah. training to get my CHL, you know, he was a he was a 40 year veteran of Dallas Firearms uh, instructor. Okay, Dallas PD. He said, "Don't you shoot them motherfuckers in the leg. You shoot to kill." Three in the chest and the rest in the head. And you know why he said that? Right. Because a dead man tells no tales. Unfortunately, exactly. that's true. Because if you wound them, dead man can't they can turn you. around. That's right. And they, they, they could sue you for every fucking goddamn uh, pubic hair that you got. And win. Right. And win. Look. That's a sad They could win. But if he's dead, he can't win. I hate to say look that. At what, look at what happened. Look at what happened to Ramos and Campion down at the border. You know, uh, I believe it was Ramos shot the guy in the ass. He didn't kill him. He shot him in the ass, and he got put in jail. Yeah, but that was under Obama. There you go. Yeah, if he, that, if he, that was under Obama. Yeah, well, yeah. Normally, circumstances. Yeah, normally circumstances. If he would have just killed him, well, justifiable. There you go. You know. Well, fucked up laws. Let me tell what. you, they fucked up, man. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. In that article, it mentioned. Uh, about the criminal justice system. And let me pull that back up again because I, I did close it and I shouldn't have. 
Because um, so this leads, this is a good lead-in to uh, this next item that I have here that you might, which you, I'm sure many will find fascinating. Uh, let me see here. Scrolling down. Ah, here we are. Gardner filed a federal lawsuit accusing the city, local police union, and others of a coordinated and racist conspiracy aimed at forcing her out of office. The lawsuit also accused entrenched interests of intentionally impeding her efforts to reform racist practices that have led to a loss of trust in the criminal justice system. Well, now let me just say the only reason there's a, a, a lack of trust in the criminal justice system is because the Democrats keep fucking with it. Okay? They keep fucking with it. And, and it's ridiculous. Now, let me uh, point out where it's where it talked about the tr- loss of trust in the criminal justice system. A resolution was introduced Thursday by House Republicans condemning anti-American statements by Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota after remarks in which she called for supporters to begin dismantling the whole system of oppression. The resolution introduced by Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona, Republican, these are all Republicans whose names I'm going to mention. It's Andy Biggs of Arizona and co-sponsored by Scott Perry of Pennsylvania. Scott, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this guy's name right or not, Desjahalas, I don't know. He's a representative from Tennessee. Andy Harris from Maryland. Chip Roy from Texas. Ted Budd from North Carolina. Ralph Norman from South Carolina. Jeff Duncan from South Carolina. And Debbie Lesko from Arizona. Accusing Omar of having a documented history of expressing anti-American sediments. It also accuses her of advocating for a Marxist form of government that is incompatible with the principles laid out in the founding documents of the United States. The resolution is in response to remarks made by Omar earlier this month in which she said, we are not merely fighting to tear down the systems of oppression in the criminal justice system. We are fighting to tear down systems of oppression that exist in housing, in education, in health care, in unemployment, excuse me, in employment, in the air we breathe. As long as our economy and political systems prioritize profit without considering who is profiting, who is being shut out, we will perpetuate this this inequality. We cannot stop at the criminal justice system. We must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. This is what Omar was saying. Uh, I don't know a second here. I, I scrolled a little too fast. Ah, there it is. Asked about the resolution, 
Omar's office called the claims a false smear and forwarded a Washington Post op-ed in which Omar described receiving death threats because of the Republican response to her comments. In it, she says the Republican National Committee and conservative media amplified the remarks and falsely accused her of wanting to abolish the entire U.S. economy and government. My congressional office and social media feeds were instantly flooded with hate speech, calls for deportation, and, as is so often the case, death threats. This is what Omar was saying. Omar, who was a squad of left-wing freshman Congress members, has a history of controversial remarks. I'm going to stop right there because it's going to go into uh, what Marsha Blackburn said uh, when she criticized the, the remarks, uh, saying that Omar took an oath to defend and protect the Constitution, not shred it. Omar and her Marxist comrades are a threat to our democracy. Omar should resign. This is what Blackburn said not too long ago. So, oh, boo-hoo. She's getting death threats. Oh, boo-hoo. Well, the American people get constant death threats from her Muslim pals as well. Mm-hmm. They burn the flag and jump on the flag, and infidels will die. We will kill you. We will kill your children. We will kill your women, and on and on and on. It's like, well, not if you're dead first. But, yeah, she doesn't understand, and this is what the problem is. When you take that, she takes the exact same oath that I took right here in the town hall in front of the notary of the republic, Every time I was reappointed, I had to take the same exact oath. And what she, they're not telling you, you have the right to, or the Attorney General has the right on Congress, or even a lawyer here, to file charges of sedition against you if you break that oath in any way, shape, or form. And she's done that on more than one occasion. Exactly. So has, so has all the members of the squad. So has Chuck Schumer. So has um, Nadler, Schiff, Pelosi, many other Democrats. They've all done the same thing. And that that's, that's the typical... Boo-hoo pity party. I'm getting death threats. I'm getting death threats. I'm getting... And if she was getting death threats, the FBI would be knocking on their door. That's And that's how that goes. And I know that for a fact. That's how it goes. You're You're a public servant. You're, that's just what it is. You are a public servant. So don't sit there and cry to me about slavery and that you're oppressed due to slavery and you're a black congressman because you're the stupid asshole that decided to become what? A public servant, a.k.a. slave 
to the taxpayer. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. So there. (laughs) (laughs) And frankly, and frankly, guys, I don't know, being that she's soused all the time, if Pelosi could even tell if somebody's making a threat against her. I mean, really, 15 martinis for lunch and five martini snacks and 20 martini dinners and, you know. Are you kidding? I mean, really. You could go to Pelosi. You could go to Pelosi. I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, could you also do it down and sideways? (laughs) No comment. I don't want to do that. (laughs) No comment. I, I, I reserve the right to comment on that one because... On the grounds, <laughs> I may start laughing and not be able to get the words out. You're the host. You have that. You you retain that right. I always do. But but that's it. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's such a joke. You always hear that the biggest mouths, the biggest traitors, the biggest, you know, scumbags in Congress, what happens when they get called out for their treasonous acts? I'm getting death threats, boo-hoo-hoo. I'm getting death threats, boo-hoo-hoo. What do the Hollywood scumbags do? I'm getting death threats, boo-hoo-hoo. Oh, big deal. Shut up and grow a set of balls, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You better not not tell someone to grow balls because they, they, they may be like Hillary Clinton and already have them. Oh, you mean Michelle? You mean Michael Obama? <laughs> yeah, both, both of them. <laughs> both of them. Oh yeah, that's it. It, it just <laughs> all those pictures that that showed Michael Obama. Uh, let me correct myself here, though I'm going to gag when I do. Michelle Obama. With her um, thing bulging somewhere, uh, people were posting those pictures on social media, and as fast as they went up, they came down. And in, and after a while, social media started deactivating the accounts of those who posted the, the pictures. Yeah. Talk about freedom of yep. speech, mm. but but that's the that's the thing. I mean, when, when you do, when you look at the football player Michael, it looks just like the tranny that was in the White House. You you can see they look alike, even when when you take the statistics of the male and the female body. Like, I've seen a few of those videos that came out. The distance in the shoulders, the, the lengths of this, the this muscle tone, and different things like that. And, and plus, you know, you, you don't wear tight dresses and forget to tuck. Because somebody's going to get a picture of that great big bulge in the middle 
of your friggin' dress. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen those too. I, I've, I, and it, it is what it is, man. You know, and and I mean, do you think some? Do you think some ignorant base that has nothing better to do? Then ask me if he can jerk me off. I mean, yeah, you know, I got a nice Smith and Wesson. Just be careful when it shoots. <laughs> All right, seven seven five area code. You get one chance. You blow it, you're gone. And believe me, I've had plenty of fools go the way of the dinosaur. So one, go. two, three. Oh, I'm sorry, I hit the hang up button before they had a chance to say anything. Oh, 904 area code. And we're up. You're gone. It will. It will, man. Well. Yeah, that's what I thought. Goodbye. Right. So they better go change their number, and they better hurry up. They're under six and a half minutes left to prove their ignorance. <laughs> Once it, gets, once it gets to a, to a, to less than a minute, I just hang up on them. Yeah, they, it's like I said. I I wouldn't even when I was doing it, George. I didn't even bring them in. I I I would just dump them before they even had a chance. I wouldn't even they they'd throw the the flag up and I'd go disconnect. They'd come back, throw the flag up, disconnect, call back, throw the flag up, block. Three strikes and you're out. You are out. But it, I mean, they don't realize they're helping us. That's why I always, I kept telling people, no, we don't want the left to shut up. There's no better campaigning in America for the conservatives than letting the left View their ignorance. Yeah, for most like, for most of them, go to the college that you got your liberal arts degree at and get your money back because you didn't get an education; you just got de-educated. Yeah, basically they were de-evolved from what's supposed to be human to being the Neanderthals that they are. Right. They don't. They don't yeah. have. They're not. They. They don't have the intelligence level to think for themselves. They have no morals. They have no values. They have no skills at all. When mummy and daddy die, they're the next batch of homeless. That's exactly who they are. They wind up drugged out, strung out drunk in a tent in California. It's That's just the way it is. Or living under an overpass in Austin. I mean, come on. You know, I, I know there's a lot of homeless out there that are homeless at no fault of their own. But sadly a large percentage of them done it to themselves. 
They're living on the street. They're getting all this welfare money, and all of that welfare money is not to lift them up out of the gutter. It is to fill that gutter full of used needles and empty alcohol bottles. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the, the sad truth. And, and, and what they don't realize is, you know, some of these basement-dwelling, bottom-feeding fuckheads, you know, that, that have called in tonight, trying, thinking they're going to get one over, the only thing they, that they learned is they don't get to get away with bullshit. No. And I'm the kind of person who will send them packing so fast that their, their luggage won't even catch up with them. And, and it's like they really think their ignorant, retarded statements are going to bother me? Are you kidding me? Really? And when they and when they yeah. call in and they use the N word, there's the racists of, right. the, of the world. Right. There's the people who are truly racist. Right. And don't realize that when they pull that stunt, see, there 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 are certain law enforcement agencies that do listen to these shows. They just don't realize it. Some of them even have access. To our switchboards, not to you. Not, they can't push the buttons, but they access the phone numbers of the trolls, and that puts them in jeopardy. They right, don't, it, they don't want to believe that. That's why I have to learn to watch what I say, because one of these days, yeah, I'm gonna see all the. Blacked out SU- government SUVs pulling in the driveway. The NSA in Utah has turned me in. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. And that's right that, on the sign in the front of the data was, center. <laughs> that that was a back back in, back in the day when there was a bunch of uh, you know a bunch of other shows on VTR. That was the biggest. That was that was the biggest joke. That was the biggest running joke on some of these shows that the the unknown that they were having a thing called unknown or whatever away or whatever it was one one listen by name it would say something like away or unknown in the chat room and he said we would always say well welcome to our NSA CIA uh, listeners. Well, yeah, Doc, Doc DLB, the foot doctor out of uh, Flint, Michigan, he used to say that. He'd say hello to all of us and hello, NSA guest. I guess you pulled the short straw tonight. <laughs> yeah, I said guest. It's all. It was always guest. Right. Yeah, it was and, always and, guest. But that's yeah. it. Can you imagine how boring it is to have to? I mean, I I know. It's like I said, my. He was my brother-in-law for a while to my sister that just uses guys to get whatever she can get and leave, move on to the next one. He that he was the cyber patrol at night. That's what he did. He went into the police off, you know, the police headquarters and he sat down at a computer him and a couple others and that's what they done. They monitored what was going on. Mostly a lot of it was in the colleges. And he's sitting there, and he said, and he told me, he said, Dave, I didn't know what to do. 
He says, I'm sitting there watching your sister's boys, your nephews. One of them's of age. The one that wasn't of age almost took a drink out of that beer. I would have had to call. It's my job if I didn't. I would have had to call the Bangor Police Department and send them to that dorm room. This was back in the early 90s. So they've been doing this since the 80s and the 90s, guys. The cops have been monitoring everything that goes on online. They watch it. Well, They're I mean, always look, watching. It's, it, 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 it basically kind of started with, with Rush, you know. He would all the time say, well, I'm being listened to and all that stuff. And we sometimes get what he called seminar calls, you know. You know, it's, it kind of started with Rush. Right. When he really got going, and he and he would do all this stuff. He would do, be hitting the mark all the time, and then all of a sudden, some idiot would call in. Now he 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 let him go and make make a fool out of him, but he let him go for a minute, and then but he knew who they were, and he knew what they were trying to do, and he knew where they were coming from. You know. Uh, well, yeah. You know, we we're not we're not stupid. Yep. And, and that sadly all came from you know Clinton and them. They all started putting it in. We got to survey the American people. We got to take away their privacy to protect you. We're protecting you. Yeah. Well, then how come you're coming after me for what I said, but yet the ones that are openly threatening people's lives. You're not. Uh, what's wrong with this picture? <clears throat> I remember all too clearly when uh, these Muslim thugs decided they were going to try to force convert me, and I was just going to the store and all that, you know, and I was in the mall, and this one guy decided he was going to grab me and say, you will convert, and I said, like hell, and I threw him through an empty <laughs> kiosk. Right. When he ended up face down on the floor, I pinned his arms behind his back, called the cops, his buddies ran off, and I took my my ID wallet from inside my shirt, and I pulled it out, and right there in plain view was my military ID card. When the cops saw that, that's all they had to see. Those guys got charged. <laughs> I think I got charged with assault on, on, on military property. Right. Yeah, and, and, they, they're, and they're emboldened. They're feeling emboldened now because of, well, they have the media on their side. They have the tech giants on their side. But they, they're they not smart enough to realize real life out here, if you really want the shit to hit the fan, it's not a video game, dude. It's not a video game. You using a controller to shoot a gun is nothing like shooting a gun. By the time you even figure out how to put the clip in it and get the first bullet into the chamber, oh, yeah, there's no life button. There's no do-over. You just got a bullet in the head. You're done. You're gone, dude. You're, you're done. This is what I, I fear is coming. Because Donald Trump will get reelected in November. 
They've cleaned enough of the crap up, and they've done enough. And they have, there's no way they can stop it. They've already shown you what their, what Obama's civilian army is going to do. There are going to be 30,000 useful idiots in the street thinking they are going to destroy this country. And they will get shot. Because if yep. any, if, if how pathetic they are, if the new Black Panthers march that actually, believe it or not, do you know that march they were showing the other day was two years old? The footage was two years old. Mm-hmm. The that's footage. Like the, that's right. like when, when the media was using that picture of showing kids in, in, inside of uh, uh, <clears throat> chain link fences. Saying that they, they that uh, Trump was locking them up in cages. It was it was proven that th- that that picture was from 2014, long before he even announced he was running for president. Right. So who was being who, who was locking them in quote unquote cages? Not Trump. Obama. Right. Right. Look at look at how they were pushing their uh, airheads on crack, crying in front of the fence. Well, yeah, there's a fence there because it was a parking lot. It was the fence around the parking lot. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even on a the border fence. She was at a friggin' parking lot. And but this is how pathetic they are, and 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 think about how useless of an idiot do you have to be to not be able to understand that's how you're being played for the sheeple little fool you are. Because that's that's all that's going on now, guys. With all of this mask and everything else. They want to see who is a sheep and who is a problem. Well, check this out. You know, you, you brought the mask and everything? Well, in relation to this COVID shit, Gunslinger put a, a, a link in the Mixler chat room from the federalistpapers.org. Senator Chuck Schumer is proposing a 350, proposing $350 billion, $350 billion in COVID aid only for minority communities. Now get this. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer is proposing a segregated coronavirus relief package that would exclude white Americans impacted by the economic downturn. Fox News reported Senator Schumer wants to appropriate $350 billion in funds for minority Americans over a five-year period. The Economic Justice Act, unveiled Thursday by Senate Democrats, would address systemic racism and historic underinvestment in communities of color. The proposed legislation says it will offer relief to non-white Americans through immediate and long-term investments in communities of color. Those investments include child care programs, assistance for small businesses, tax credits for renters, and Medicaid expansion for minorities. Long before the pandemic, 
long before the, this recession, long before this year's protests, structural in, inequalities have persisted in health care and housing, the, econ- the economy, and education, the New York Democrats said in a statement according to Politico. He went on to say that COVID-19 has only magnified these injustices, and we must confront them with lasting, meaningful solutions. On Twitter, Schumer called the bill a needed step to address systemic racism and historic underinvestment in communities of color. Schumer's Economic Justice Act, if passed, would use $200 billion in unused funds from the $2 trillion CARES Act passed by Congress and signed into law by President Donald Trump in March. The bill would immediately spend $50 billion on daycare programs, $40 billion on health care initiatives, $25 billion for vocational and at-risk youth programs, and $20 billion on support for small businesses. Over five years, Schumer's bill would allocate $115 billion to infrastructure and another $100 billion on assistance to renters and home buyers, Medicaid expansion, and assistance to expectant mothers. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has not yet commented on Schumer's proposal. Lawmakers are expected to take up another round of economic stimulus legislation in the coming week. However, it is unclear at the moment what such a bill would look like. Forbes reported McConnell is expected to unveil draft stimulus legislation from Republicans and the White House next week when Congress reconvenes. Forbes further reported that both Republicans and Democrats are in favor of sending out another round of direct payments to Americans affected by economic downturn amid the pandemic. Any legislation would need bipartisan support to pass. The House Democrats drafted a $3 trillion bill titled the HEROES Act in May, but the bill was full of Democrat wish list items, and and McConnell stated the bill would not be taken up in the Senate. The act was heavily focused on protecting the jobs of illegal immigrants and offered incentives to businesses that would hire them. The bill also would have automatically extended foreign worker visas as millions of Americans have lost their jobs and would have released most illegal immigrants currently detained by immigration officials. Oh, yeah. It, it, think about it, guys. Look at when Cummings just passed away. What was he under investigation for? All the people in his district in Baltimore which is a minority area, were screaming, where is all the money? Billions of dollars was sent to that district. Billions. It never made it. When Democrats send money to minority for minority programs, it never makes it. It's all laundered and funneled into their pockets, their buddies' pockets, their campaigns, all this other stuff. It never makes it. So you end up with large sections of Baltimore now 
that are just rat-infested hellholes. Every other house is boarded up and empty or burned out. They're, the money never makes it there. It never goes to... And it is just another means... Because you know why they're doing this for minorities right now? You know what happened? Their, their black base, as they call it, has abandoned them. Went to Trump. Went to anybody but a Democrat. Their Hispanic base, same thing. They've walked away. They're leaving. They've had enough. They're, it's been exposed that they're being lied to. Because you look at that wish list that he's got for $350 billion. The programs are the programs that are basically already in place. So where's all the money from the past gone? You know, Medicaid expansion? This is the push, guys, to put everybody on government-run health care. Single payer health. We, because when they say Medicaid expa- expansion, what they do is they give the state X number of dollars to start to take these people that are not eligible because they make too much money. We'll give you this money to implement this plan that moves the cap up, and then. When that money dries up, now the state is on the hook to fund it. That's all it that's all it is. And and daycares? Daycare centers? So we're gonna have to pay for all of these welfare people's we're gonna have to pay twice for their daycare. It's part of their welfare program. They get free daycare paid for by the taxpayer. And now the the federal government's going to give them money for more daycare. Why? Well, no way. That's 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 what these Democrats have been doing for decades. You know exactly. I mean, when the Democrats had control of both chambers of the House uh, of Capitol Hill, when they had this Congress and the Senate, they put billions and billions of dollars into the into Medicaid. And they put billions of dollars into 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 these daycare programs and all this other stuff. And of course they had to have their pork in there well, too. Yeah. And at the point in time when that was being done, I forget who was in the Oval Office at the time. I think it was under the Clinton administration, because that's when that's when the Democrats had all had executive and uh, legislative and and, and uh, judicial. So you're talking about a situation which honestly should not have happened because the way the way Medicare is not Medicare Medicaid the way Medicaid is supposed to be funded it's supposed to be a 50-50 split. The Department of Agriculture puts in but the the government the federal government puts in half and the state puts in half. And you got the right agency. All that welfare is all run through the Department of Agriculture. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, folks. Think about this. You route you start routing 
you start, you start adding billions more, okay, so now the split is no longer 50-50, it's 60-40, 70-30, supposedly anyway. Right. But where is the money actually going? Because it's still a 50-50 split when, when, when the budget is revealed on the state side. It goes everywhere but. I mean, look mm-hmm. at we to address systematic racism. There is none. So you're blaming the whites, the white people in America that paid attention in school, got an education, learned a trade, honed their skill, and paid their way in this life. So now we're going to be vilified because the minorities are they chose not to be educated not to learn skills not to hone those skills and not provide for themselves that is that's the only systematic racism that's there, and it's on their part as far as far as the historic underinvestment you just said it they've invested the billions of dollars it just never makes it to them. It never makes it where it's supposed to go. Right. Period. It, it's eaten up by bureaucracy and yeah. bureaucrats. Because, because all of a sudden, all those billions of dollars that were, that were allocated for, for, say, Medicaid, well, we have to take from Medicaid in order to pay for this program. We have to take from Medicaid to pay for that program. Right. Right. Wait, 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 what about the billions of dollars that, that you already allocated for this program and that program? Right. What, what, what happened to that money? Went mm-hmm. into the big dig, which turned out to be a big hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope, said the following, Obama hated America. And she's right. He did. Right. He still does. Obama hated our military. Well, that's obvious because he shrunk the size of our military down to pre-World War II levels, putting us at extreme risk. Right. And when it came to Schumer's little proposal for $350 billion, Cherokee Rose said it best, screw that, Schumer is an ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and that'll that'll never make it. That you know, the Republicans still are in. It's just it, it's just not going to happen. It's just another Democrat way of saying, "Look what we're doing for you," and the evil Republicans blocked it. Right. Well, yeah, because they've lost their voter base. They've lost it. They've they've had enough. A a lot of the minority neighborhoods and stuff and and places, they've realized they've been lied to. They've openly been lied to. There's a business owner here in my area who for a a long time, after the 2016 election, still had an Obama sign in his store window. Was a big-time Obama supporter and everything else. Until his veteran benefits started getting screwed.
George? Gun. Uh, can anybody hear me? 